0: Welcome to Enjoy the Collective. I'm Marseille. Join my guests and I as we chop up the realities of the creative industry. I'm so glad you're here. So let's get into it. We have some of the most influential, creative, dope people on the couch today. We have Will K, we have Woomie, Woomzoom, and Olivia. So yeah, let's get it going. So today, I really want to talk to you guys about collaboration and the art of collaboration. I was saying earlier that for me, I'm someone who's always worked by themselves. I'm like a lone wolf. I like to get things done. I'm efficient, but I kind of recognize later on that actually working with other people is an amazing experience and actually really important and really impactful. So for those who don't know, we all work together in an unconventional way. So we collaborated kind of sort of throughout the pandemic, on a project called Happy Here. So Happy Here is um, an anthology for seven to 12 year olds. It features 10 black British authors and poets and 10 black British illustrators, which you, you three are a part of. So I guess with the project, I guess working remotely, but together, How how did you find that experience? How did you find working from someone else's words first? So you not being the initiator of the creative process, um, working from that, and then being able to kind of come up with something that you felt best represented the work, but also represented who you are. Feel free to jump
1: in. I feel for me, it was more about understanding the brief. Mm -hmm. So if I didn't understand the brief, if I didn't understand the brief, I would have not been able to create the characters. So it was a, a process of reading a story more than 20 times mm-hmm. and maybe, like, becoming the characters. That helped her a lot to develop what they look like, what they may, you know, what their shape and size may, you know, appear like. So it was more understanding the story. That was very important. Yeah. yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, for me, I've been doing kind of this whole back and forth with writers for a long time. I mean, when we had the Bedo and Bettini Collective, Mm. we had a whole exhibition which was based on giving um, art to writers and writers giving, you know, their writing to artists. And I kind of like the process of allowing myself to interpret
3: Mm. and allowing
2: myself to kind of, all right, what's my style? What kind of things do I want to draw? And how can I find a way to make it fit? this whole narrative so I, I, I read the brief and I read Do like, you? What do I mean? Honestly? You read the brief? I re- I <laughs> read the brief. Re- do t- you know what? I take keywords. I take key words. I take keywords. I do want to like get a sense of what the writer is saying but I, I want the freedom and the wiggle room to mm. be able to tell my story through my art and I mean sometimes when it's direct and it's like this needs to happen that needs mm. to happen it's mm. cool but I even with Happy Year, I felt like there was a wiggle room. I, th- I almost feel like there was a back and forth. I feel like <laughs> when I re- when I drew what I drew, she went back and decided I'm gonna write something a little different. I feel like it was oh, a bit of a fired. back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> <Just Okay. laughs> but yeah, um, you, you want there to be enough wiggle room so that you can communicate.
1: Yeah.
0: Or for yourself?
3: I think for me, I was conscious of the age of the reader. So I personally haven't really made work for 7 to 12-year-olds. So for me, that was quite a challenge. And I was like, okay, like, how can I switch up my style so it communicates well for them? Um, Also echoing Will K, reading the story many, many, many times, familiarising myself with Dean's work, thinking about, okay, like, how can Asha look? How can this other character look? um, what's the setting like? Like, what does the place smell like? What does it sound like? Thinking about that kind of stuff.
2: Yeah, I think that's good. I think that's good. These guys are making me seem like the naughty one. like, nah, <laughs> <I'm just> like, <laughs> like
0: what you touched on, it kind of made me think, and it's not, it's not a question that I have, but it made me think, you know, you spoke about being able to have wiggle room, mm-hmm. and me being the, the creative director of the process, I know that I generally have a hands-off approach. Like, I just kind of want people to interpret what they get Mm. but does that work for you would you have appreciated maybe more direction because obviously you're 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 coming into something completely cold we're not Mm. able to really meet and really chop it up and i've just kind of emailed you something for some for some of you i had like a chat on the phone Mm. um but yeah would would more direction been helpful or do you prefer like the wiggle room to like interpret
3: I like the freedom, you know. yeah. I did like I, think, it.
1: I feel like the freedom's important and it just, it's a challenge as well. Creatively, you want to be challenged, you don't want to, everything to be laid out for you. So once you, you, you have a challenge, you're able to, to discover a whole kind of side to you to yourself as well. So I felt that it was I took it as it came. It wasn't like, oh, I can't do this, I can't do that. It was yeah. just like, how are we going to do this? Yeah. Um, so that was very important.
0: I feel like a part, of, a part of my hands-off approach probably comes from the fact that like, when I'm on the other end, I don't, I don't want people telling me what to mm. do, like, mm. I've, got, I've got this, I, you, you've hired me, I can do my job. Yeah. Um, so to Wumi's point, Wumi touched on, you know, a collective that he started with Adib back in the day mm. called Bado and Bettini, which I was a part of. Yeah, yeah. Um. So all of you have experience being a part of a creative community, being a part of a collective. What would you say has been your biggest lesson, being a part of a collective? Your biggest takeaway? Is that tough? Is that a big question?
1: That's hard. There's a lot. do you know? Yeah, go through. Yeah, go first. Um, I, I just know that it's important to remember that if you are part of a collective, everyone's going to have an opinion. Uh huh. Um, and you need to respect everyone's opinion, but you need to. Everyone needs to remember that we are all aiming for one thing. And you all need to come together. So I think it's always important to discuss your issues. um, Mm. Kind of being on the same page. On the same page, yeah, that's very important. Or else the project will not happen Mm. if you're not able to to work together as a collective. Mm. Um, And whether you like it or not, issues will always be there. It's a bit like, (laughs) (laughs) I want to say chaos is like a ladder. So if you don't have any, issues in your group, you may not produce the best work. It's weird.
3: Interesting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, for me, I just felt like the issues I've always been able to bring the best out of everyone. Well, yeah, that like, resistance.
2: The, yeah, yeah, that's it, yeah. And the fact yeah. that you have to problem solve in yeah, that's that, it. with that, with other people and just funnel your um, energy into the right things. It's, yeah, that's, that's, that's super interesting, man. Like, <laughs> I... Um, for me it's the idea of everybody having an idea of the shared goal and mm. the idea of what it's going to lead to i've i've started so many collectives and, <laughs> and like i mean i've, I've folded so many collectors oh, <laughs> but but at the same time like what's so cool is that um, through doing collective work and stuff like you, you find the people that you connect with mm. and you find people that you know you can work with. I think one of the things I love about it is that whole, all right, now I've got a catalog of people who I know I can mm. refer to when there's mm. other work or when there's other projects. So I'm not so sad about not having one collective that is like completely solid. I like the fact that I'm um, widening my, um, my network, mm through collaborating with other people. And and that whole idea, sometimes there's a job that you don't want to do, or you think somebody else will be better at. And through, you know, forming collectives, you can-
0: Yeah, do that. I definitely feel that, the kind of passing things on. I think so many logos came to me at a point, I was like, I'm not (laughs) doing any more. I don't want to do any more. For Olivia, you are a part of six weeks, which Mm. they do, I mean, what do they not do? At this point.
3: Everybody does a bit of something. Um, I think, you know, because it's multidisciplinary, I feel like that really, like, pushes and inspires me as well. Um, So I think, like, important things I've learned from being in a collective is that, you know, I guess, like, being comfortable sharing the early stages of your work, the roughs. Like, obviously, there's poets in six weeks and, like, Sometimes they'll come with their early early poem, and like you can see, like they you know they perform it, and it's not something that you pass around. So it's it's different, isn't it? It's different. Then sometimes I'll come like with my like. You know, when the are drawing, it's not all the way there. You mm. know, and I, I know where it's going, but it, maybe other people can't see the vision. But like, just being comfortable with sharing that work, getting feedback on it, and also, I guess, like seeing that everybody like has different expertise. So overall, it's just gonna enrich your thing. Um, also, I think what you were saying that like having that community there. Mm you, like, you always have work to get me. Everybody looks after each other, you get what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's a community. And also seeing that, you know what, like, everybody, like, everyone's timings is different, everyone's paths are different. Mm. It's great to see how you all start together and then you flux in and out, in and out, in and out, different speeds, Mm -hmm. all of that. But it's great to see.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think that's good. I think what you touched on about, like, sharing early work is the thing that I know for me, like, I find so hard Mm. like i just
2: you like it you want to show them yeah well enough
0: enough that they can get like a real sense of where it's going and i think often i mean i think within creative circles people can get a sense of it Mm. but you know so in my role as like as creative director when when illustrators send me like rough work and i Mm. present it to the team i know what this person can do i know where it's going Mm. but i think i'm having to do a lot of selling to the team because sometimes they just can't Mm. they can't see it and i think that's Mm. what i find Mm. tough
2: and and you know what collectors are also great because like it's the conversations and so many of those conversations that you have just help fuel and funnel what that you could be creating you know it reminds me of like university Like, Mm. actually, for me, that's the best thing I got at university, actually meeting other creatives Mm. and even outside of your course, going to see what other people are doing in the different departments and and shows and stuff Mm. like that. Because like I, I would say that is the most valuable thing that I got from university. And I feel like with each collective, I'm trying to recreate that.
3: I'm trying mm. to get that
2: back, that idea. Because think about it, as artists, we spend a lot of time alone.
3: Mm. Mm. Yeah, you know, yeah.
2: I'm, I'm super <laughs> extroverted, right? Yeah, but I spend oh, really? so much time. <laughs> 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 um, but I spend so much time by myself in my room, like, sort of mm. researching or drawing or doing mm-hmm. whatever it is I need to do to get the work done. Okay. And like um, recently, I had a. I had a, a, an experience for about six months. I had a studio and I was sharing it with, like, three other guys. Mm. And it was so nice to have, like, um, other people. And they, like, it was a writer, a director, a technical director. And, like, I showed them what I do and they're given their different perspectives, you know. And that was just so refreshing to see how they understood it outside of what I just do.
0: I think that part, like, people outside of what you do or your industry or your particular like field Mm. like they're coming at things from a different lens and being able to like feed into that Mm -hmm. and i think that is the thing that i love the most and i think kind of like what you were saying about at university do you know i mean like making friends with people from different yeah different Mm. departments Mm. like it just enriches the idea because you're now seeing things in a different way yeah so on the theme of of collaboration and Knowing that ultimately it's really a meeting of the minds mm. Mm. and and two ideas coming together, two voices coming together, how would you describe your creative voice and what you bring to a project?
1: Uh, with hard <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess uh, it's not uh,
0: something you think about you just do it right like you don't think like today I'm going to be really reflective no, you and don't. You, you, you just, you just...
1: You just go with the flow. I think, I think being a creative and being an artist throughout the years, you discover dif- different points of view. So you're able to choose what you want to do. Um, so I wouldn't, I don't know, I'm not, I'm not able to um, put the right words to it, but I just, I just go with how it, whatever comes out, comes out. So, so I don't you, know you won't be
0: pigeonholed nah, to, it's a, hard. to a voice? No, okay. no, that's
1: because obviously I just feel like even currently right now, I feel like I've got a different voice but I'm pretty sure in a few months I'll be, be I don't know, I'll know, i be more yeah, of a different yeah, yeah. You yeah, just yeah. in and out, in and out. So you can't really decide to have one voice. You just mm. you you kind of become like Take a on um, different voices. That's it. Like a chameleon, you just That's true. To mm. yeah. That's how I feel about it.
2: Illustrators are, in, in a way, kind of chameleons, because a lot of the time we're doing stuff that brief. We're a bit, we're a bit different to, like, artists, artists, you know, painters and stuff yeah. like that, because they just spend so much time, like, in their studios, smelling paint. Like. <laughs> um, but us, <laughs> us, us man, like, <laughs> us, man, we kind of have to, like, engage with people and clients in a certain way. So there's, a, there's almost like a skill that we have to be a chameleon, to right. go into their spaces and tell their stories and and do this and all of that and i guess the interesting thing is in that we mm. still have to find our own voice mm. our, our own style and actually for me like style is like something i've developed from just all the things that i've been inspired by mm. and all the projects that i've worked on and it's just um it's just become what it is other people have come to me and be like, oh, Wumi, that's your style. And I'm like, Mm. have I got my style now? Have (laughs) I got my style? I'm finally sitting in a place where I feel like, right, I've got my style now. Mm. Like I know what it is. It's from all of these different things. Mm. But like that whole idea of like knowing it straight away doesn't come like that. Yeah, it's a process. It's a process. and An experience. An an experience, definitely. Um, Of your inspirations, of the works that you've done before and kind of what you aspire to get to. Um, that being said, um, <laughs> that being said, you two have, like, very distinct styles. No, 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 you have.
1: Like, you dude. two have distinct styles. Uh, I think styles. you do. No, I think yeah, you do, you do, like. three of you
0: have very distinct <laughs> styles.
1: <laughs> Yo, like. Which do, is why I
0: selected you for Happy Here. You do. You,
3: what are you not seeing? I
2: always feel like I don't have, no, I've got a style, but I always feel like, um, like, my voice or my visual language, like, it's taken a while even to get to where it is now because it's, it's always like I'm trying to get what's in my head out mm. and it feels like constantly a failed attempt of getting that oh
0: out.
2: I'm not upset I'm not upset I'm no, getting there. I,
0: I, get, I, I get what you're saying and it is that constant process because you're constantly being stimulated visually you see mm. amazing things yeah. and then it's like it inspires you and you want to you want to get it out you want to create it and it sometimes it just doesn't quite take the form. Mm of, and I guess it's ultimately problem solving, but you definitely have-
2: But what what I'm saying like these two, (laughs) in particularly you, yeah, Mm, like mm, it's mm. like, um, sometimes I'll get a project and I'm like, this will work in your style. And I'll actually try to attempt to see if I could do what you do. Mm. And it's like, it doesn't quite, it doesn't doesn't work in the same way, obviously, because that's Mm. what you do. Mm. But that's how distinctive your style is. It's kind of like somebody will open up and they will know it's you. Mm. They'll know that's like yeah. literally your work in there, yeah, and um, whereas mine, I think mine is a bit more like. There's a lot of comic artists. There are, yeah, but
0: you you work. still have a very, you still have a very specific style, and I think for me, I can recognise the features of the characters you create. They all look like
1: me. 110. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's
3: cool,
0: dude. Like that's me. cool. Because you actually draw them with like maybe bigger features, and I and I see as well like you take some of the features of people that you know, and if I know of them, then I can see their features mm. reflecting in other people. Yeah. So I definitely, I hear what you're saying, and there are a lot that do something similar, but...
2: It's your reference, isn't it? It's your reference. Yeah. people around you are And that's reference. what
0: makes it unique, yes. I would say. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Your reference makes it unique. So I guess to flip that question on its head, how would
3: others, how do others describe your work? I would say... Um, people come to me for something like honest depiction, um, maybe like a, you know, like a slow look, like you've taken time to look at it, Mm. that kind of Something that keeps
0: giving as you look at it
3: more. That sounds Mm. good, that sounds good, (laughs) yeah. I guess like with the Sharpie, I try and do like complex marks, like with just a simple material. So Mm. I feel like there is like your eye can travel and enjoy. but yeah, I think that's
2: oh, it for that. So interesting that. like you use simple things to make like complex people. That's so intre- yeah, that's it you know that's that definitely it with your views, man. Um, me, I think people just were like like people who like comics. people were like comics, people were like cartoons. Anyone who grew up on X-Men, you know, the animated series. Uh, mm. Anyone who likes Nintendo computer games, uh, like all the things that mm. I liked, mm. Mm. it just vomited out onto <laughs> a page. Which, if they like it, they're gonna like it. If I think I, there's something about things being alive and living and movement mm. that has always been present in my work. I'm mm. always trying to get dynamic angles and mm. feel
1: like you're yeah. inside the yeah. painting. I you know, you're good at this, like, like yeah. bringing yeah. something to life. Sorry, bringing it to life and giving it like movement. Mm. Yeah, you can tell straight away just the just angles
0: like, like, for sure. Yeah. Like, I remember when we were commissioning an illustrator for High Rise Mystery yeah. by Shana Jackson, mm. sly plug. <laughs> um, <laughs> I came to you and I was like. Oh, do you know any illustrators?
2: I said me. No, you didn't. <laughs> Did no, You're not <laughs> Oh yeah, I you gave you a list. Gave me a I gave you a list, right? Yeah, yeah. And so let <laughs> let So he gave go me a on, whole
0: list of illustrators, and I presented them to Amy and David.
1: Mm.
0: And they were like, "Oh yeah, like these are nice. These are nice. Like who who is the person that's you know suggested them?" And I was like, "Oh, this guy." Hmm. They were like. No, this is the guy
1: ah. Imagine like, What were you
0: doing? Imagine. <laughs> what were you doing? <laughs> what? You and, know, you, you the know what? The thing is It's because with high-rise Like Because it's, it's set on uh, On an estate And so you have Different perspective Of being in a high-rise mm. Building And Wumi does angles So well mm. perspective yeah, so off. well That They were just like No, like Slightly, This is the guy uh, mm.
2: that, is a, <laughs> that is an awesome moment it's, it's so funny Because The reason I, I thought about all the other illustrators because I couldn't mention myself maybe it was a lack of confidence but actually mm. maybe it's also because I feel like I know you mm. and like I'm not clean fam like <laughs> you're clean I sent I sent you a list of illustrators like you know really nice dainty clean works and stuff and I was like yeah Marseille will probably like this my work is not really like it's not really like in that, that way yeah, so yeah. you kind of again that collective mindset who do I know that would fit this person that I know mm. um but, but the angle thing, yeah, I'm I'm so glad you got me onto that. And I'm in, so glad too. The angle thing comes from, like, I used to play so many computer games. I and mean, You know you can control the camera mm. when you play a computer okay. game. So sometimes I just, like, spend time in the game, like, going under their legs, seeing what they look like from underneath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just all those weird things, and I just, like got captivated by dynamic angles and stuff like that.
1: Well, it so paid off. You just collected a lot of data.
2: Yeah, yeah, and ways yeah, to think about yeah. it. And you still study. Like, you yeah, still yeah, yeah. got a study perspective and mm. thing. And also murals, like when I paint murals, you're using your whole body
1: mm. to, to paint
2: and you have to, like, you're, you're inside the painting mm. and you're like that and you're like, always have to step back to be
3: for like, how is
2: somebody in, yeah. Yeah. you know? So, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, so I want to ask you guys, I guess as veterans in the game now, um, in what ways are you being inspired by new emerging creatives and new talent that's coming up? That's
3: a nice question. <laughs> um, you know, for me, I do teaching, innit? Yeah, you do. Design and illustration. So for me, my students are sick. That's it. That's it. They look at stuff that I've never seen in my life. Mm. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Um, and you know like a lot of them are quite international, so I've got one oh, she wow. she was teaching me about like some designers who are in like Korea and Vietnam. I was mm. like, wow, it's lovely, you know, it's lovely. So like, you know, like when they tell me these designers, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna follow and just like see, you know, just absorb bits a little bit. So I think, yeah, that's how I stay inspired.
0: Yeah, your role Fresh. as a teacher, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense.
2: Yeah, man. That's dope. I always got the impression like our tutors were trying to steal from us.
3: Swear <laughs> Yeah. I
2: always. I always got. That. I remember one time like, um, like, after like I think we had a show or something like that, and my one of my tutors, I was there with him, and we were having drinks, and he was telling me about the Star Wars gig that he got. I said, Yo, like. Uh, bring me in he goes nah you can't have my clients I said wow. yo Whoa. I what? said yo so really this guy you <laughs> no, uh, must like, be yeah. studying us so he can get his his coin but not bring you that's in but not bring me in it was a bit weird it was a bit it, weird yeah but sounds yeah. like he was
0: a little bit threatened <laughs> oh. so you know like, like that's, that's interesting that. yeah. that's
2: interesting yeah like um but no at the end of the day it's still you're all being inspired by each other isn't it they look at your work and they're like right and mm. also you probably got an eye for things that they haven't quite conceptualised yet. Like, they see things, but they don't know how to explain why it's good. And you might know how to explain why it's good. So,
3: interesting. I think for me, like, with the inspo, maybe it's, like, the way, like, people apply colour. You're Mm. like, wow, like, Mm. because I think in my work, colour is not something that I love, 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 too Mm. tough. Um, So I'm like, oh, like, look at how she's doing that. Like, oh. I agree. Like, why, why, yes. why is it working? And then like, okay, for me and my visual language, what would work, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, mm. no, I feel you.
1: I'm um, touching on colour, I yeah. feel the same. I never used to use colour, but now I need to marry uh, colour with my stars, so it's just yeah. a lot of colour studying, a lot of um, reading, yeah. a lot of understanding. Yeah. Um, but I would say I stay creative and inspired being a father as well mm. my daughter's always um watching something very colorful mm. so we sit down and i watch it and some of the colors that they're using in children's programs and like tv shows are just like mind-blowing mm-hmm. um like i've seen some really incredible stuff recently i'm just like oh wow i'm, I'm drawn in mm. yeah um that's
0: interesting like so kids um, shows yeah. are still doing still capturing Like oh
1: yeah oh wow there's so many like kids' and children's programmes that are so inspiring and they want you to sit down and watch them and even after watching them, you want to create something after that. Mm. Um, so a lot of... So it's doing uh, his job? Yeah, <laughs> basically, yeah. So I stay um, inspired by my daughter.
0: That's good, that's good. So do you think then, again, as veterans, you have a level of responsibility to create space for emerging creatives and talent and create opportunities Mm. for them. And if you agree, how are you doing that?
1: Um, (laughs) I feel that for me, I I can see myself in the future, probably doing something like, if you know X-Men, what Charles Xavier done, he he goes around Mm. collecting Mm. all the X-Men. So I could see myself in the future, probably like, just finding some really young creatives and putting them together and we're able to just Something a new collectives, Yeah, new collectives. Um, I just feel like working with others always brings out the best in you. Mm. Um, and growth is very important. As a creative, you can't stick to one dimension. You always have to remember that whether you like it or not, you need to grow. Um, it's true. And you're, you're, as you keep growing, your style will change with you, adapt with you. So um, I think thinking of creating platforms or... Um, inspiring young creatives to keep doing what they're doing is very important because for me growing up I've always had certain individuals who kind of gave me the vision to keep going and be like if they've done it I can mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, just, that's, that's another important, important thing. That representation. Yeah like, very see, very important. Yeah. This, this is a
2: hard question for me because I almost feel like I'm not equipped enough to do that in a way like when I think about like you you you've gone into election and and like i always thought that i can't do that until i've made it Mm. or i can't do that until i've got to a point where i really know i can really articulate what i've done because i hate like bad teachers bad art teachers Mm. is something that i've always like like i always hear people telling me their their stories about you know washed up um (laughs) teacher they've only gone into teaching because
1: they failed Ooh, in it career. It? and maybe mm. i've
2: got to let go of that um of that mindset but that's actually one of the things that's always held me back it's like i feel like until i really have something that i feel like i can give to them I can't but that's actually got to change
0: yeah because so. you you have so much to give mm. you've done so many amazing things do you know what i mean and i think i i can really relate to where you're coming from in terms of not feeling equipped because of how you perceive yourself. But some of the work that you have done, like creatives that are coming up, they haven't even been able to touch yet. Do you know what I mean? And Mm, the experience that you have, you know, with clients, with tight deadlines, like all of that stuff, that's for them to learn and they can learn from
2: you. Mm, mm. So don't cut
0: yourself out just yet. No,
2: it's it's, it's true. Like I, I got to a kind of realization recently that, wow, Right now, I'm the artist that younger me would have looked at and been mm. like, I want my work to look like that. Yeah. And it was such a, like, a eureka moment. And then mm. it started making me think, rah, I need to, like, one thing I didn't have back then was somebody like me mm. to be like, yo, um, here's how you can do it, and, mm. and to encourage me and all of that. I had to find mentors in other places. And um, it, it would have been really nice if I had somebody to kind of encourage me. So. How I could be that for somebody else. I'm, I'm thinking about it a lot. One thing that I've appreciated recently is whenever I do like events and things, I always make it really accessible. I don't really like the exclusive mm. kind of, oh, it's this is only much. for cool people it's or this much. is only for this type of people. I d- I've never really liked that. Mm. I've always wanted people to feel like they're a part of it, maybe because I've often felt like shunted from certain environments. So, and when i do put things on i often especially young black boys and young black girls actually mm. um come up to me and they would be like wow they get super excited i'm like i'm just me like mm. you can do this mm. like and when they show me their work i'm like right you're already like on your way like you've got this that i didn't have when i was your age just work on this and work on that and um yeah
0: but see it's, even that even being able to like recognise what is great about their work. Like, mm. a lot of people, it, it's so hard as a creative to be able to see, especially in the early stages, see what value you bring and to really understand what your voice is.
2: Yeah. You get imposter syndrome. You do. You've got to fight that. You do, and I, I don't because know that you, it yeah. ever
0: really goes away, but I think it's something that we all have to push past because yeah. there are a whole generation of new creatives coming up that really can benefit just from our our experience and and what we can offer and and share.
3: And I think, you know what you were saying, yeah? You were saying, oh, my mentor, my mentor, Mm -hmm. you can be a mentor, you get me? I do mentoring, I've um, now had three mentees, Mm. Um, they've all been like kind of young girls, they go to LCC. Um,
2: Big up LCC. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I went Campbellwell, but yeah, big up LCC. Fair, fair, fair.
3: yeah, like, and then I guess like when our mentoring program finished, mm-hmm. we're still in contact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody, one of them got a job recently. She put me on her oh, reference wow. hey. and I had hey. to gas hey. to go on the <laughs> <That field. is. laughs> I mean, I had to gas <laughs> to okay. go. Yo, yeah. I put everything <laughs> excellent. I said, yeah, Yo. go for it, go for That's it. That's what I'm saying. So I guess like also in like, when you get your commissions and stuff, I was doing this residency with a youth group in, uh, Um, and basically like we were painting murals, we were doing all of these stuff and then like the youth worker, he was putting me in touch with the kids who they want to do art as a career, do you get what I mean? So, you know, just also guessing them. Some of them were like just 13, but you start in it, you start, you start. You start mm-hmm. um, yeah, come and paint with me. Um, you know, like the materials, when the materials are like we've done, we've used it, I'm like, do you know what? Just take it home and use it at home, do what mm-hmm. you can. I love do,
0: that. Yeah. <laughs> thank you guys so much. I've really enjoyed it.
3: Thanks for having us.
0: No, thank you guys. I think I've. Loved working with you guys. I, I, I wish it could have been more. Do you know what I mean? Interactive or collaborative. Green, yeah, yeah, nice. It's yeah. it's it's, got a soul. <laughs> it's actually a vibe killer. But we still were able to come together. We still were able to make something amazing. I'm so proud of this book. Um, and I love everything you guys are doing. So thank you so much. That's one round of applause for you guys.
2: Thank you. Uh, you, guys are cool, man. You
1: guys are cool. <laughs>
0: Um, Alright, so special thank you to today's collective, Will K, Wummy, Wumzum, Olivia, shout out to Renaissance for allowing us to use this amazing space and we'll see you guys in the next episode, like, comment and subscribe and we'll see you again soon.